all these men are the same. Does he even all see me? Like, literally. Ever find a man? I'm friend zoned over I here, swear. but I'm supposed to be your wife. Misconception about me is to discover areas of myself without another person's influence. Being single is honestly fun. What's wrong with me? I'm thriving. My time to shine. I can't believe that I'm finally single. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to SU. Oh my gosh. Welcome to Singles Unlocked, where you guys already know we're unlocking and unleashing all that God has for us in our single season, discovering and nurturing our current potential to furnish our God-given purpose, gleaning and applying what we gather from our men's and women's perspectives in preparing and positioning ourselves for kingdom relationships. Y'all already know being single is a necessity. It is the entree not the dipping sauce what's up everybody it's your girl ams what's up y'all it's your girl Ty. tyler always laughing <laughs> i love that intro she came with the energy y'all she came with the energy i love it today <laughs> girl what's up what day is it let us know hey they have been waiting for it. we're talking about red flags y'all boom my goodness Oh my goodness, red Ty. flags. Ty, I hope we don't break up some couples. Oh, I think we might, but you know what? Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, for the couples out there, you know, if God before you, who could be against you? Do right by your potential spouse, okay? So. Exactly, exactly. So this episode is called, is that a red flag or is it me? Ooh. or is it me wow <laughs> so man i'm sorry me and tyler we looking at each other on the zoom thing <laughs> like we told y'all y'all ever want to do a podcast download zoom you got to get the paid version then you can record it save it as an mp3 da, da, da. then upload to anchor because anchor is the freaking bomb mm -hmm. just wanted to tell you that but yeah this is um is that a red flag or it's me and we're gonna be talking about red flags here so Hmm. let's kick this thing off what is one red flag Tyler oh my what God. is a red flag one red flag let's just go into the lack of communication it's the lack of communication for me y'all the lack of communication so you can look at it on both ends you can look at it from someone that you may be getting to know someone you may be pursuing a relationship with and there's lack of communication on their end, right? And what that may look like, um, what I've experienced is it'll be little things such as this person isn't consistent. That's a big one, inconsistency. Have y'all ever noticed that when you're getting to know someone and they're inconsistent and you're trying to make justifications in your head for like, okay, well, maybe they're busy, maybe they're this, maybe they're that, uh-uh, cut it out, stop, no. No, because if someone wanted you, they would make the time to get to know you. They would make the time for you. Um, if you are justifying their actions, if you're justifying why or why not they aren't communicating with you, they, they might not like you or they might not want you, you know, and that's okay. That's okay because God may be saving you for something better. So that's a big one, but no, yeah, Tyler, that, that's a huge one. Honestly, y'all, another form of lack of communication is improper communication. 
I don't care what nobody says. They'd be like, there's a difference between the two. No, there is no, y'all hear that school bus? I hope not. Okay. There's a difference between the two. I mean, there isn't a difference between the two. If you guys are communicating improperly, the communication is basically pointless mm -hmm. because you're not understanding where they're coming from and they're not understanding where you're coming from. So what you pretty much have is a bunch of carbon dioxide or whatever it's called going into the air for nothing because the conversation is going to go in the trash at the end of the day. So improper communication, like listening, uh, what do they say? Listening to reply rather than to understand and being rude when you say things to people or, you know, immediately taking offense when you hear things instead of saying, hmm, what did you mean by that? You know, giving a person an opportunity to either correct what they say or reevaluate and, or, you know what I'm saying? Get, get back on their feet with what they're trying to say or whatever the case may be. Like, those are all, that's all from the lack of communication. And those, my friends, are big red flags. I wish we should have had red flags so we just go so that we could big red flags. Man, something that you just said, the listening to reply. Man, that's a big one. You know what that reminded me of was Taisha's prayer yesterday, and when she said that um, one of the marks of a true leader and a man is coming into a relationship to serve. Um, shout out to Taisha. Y'all know how we be shouting everybody out, but coming into a relationship to serve, when you come into a relationship wanting to serve your partner, then you're not listening to reply. And you're not just sitting there passively and then waiting for you to get your response out. You know what I mean? You're actually listening so that you can take in everything that they're saying and say, okay, I want to understand where you're coming from. I do want to understand where you're coming from. I also want to get my point across, but if the mm -hmm. both of you are attempting to understand where each other's coming from, you're both going to be serving each other and each other's needs are going to be met. I think that's what a lot of people don't understand. We're always trying to service our own needs. We're always trying to, you know, protect ourselves. But when you're in a relationship with each other and you're serving each other and you're actually effectively communicating with one another, then both of you are getting your needs met at the end of the day. So yeah. Ooh, let me let me let me let me jump in. Let me jump in after you. Let me jump in. Let me jump in. My God, really let's let's give a key here. Another a key for you to unlock this trying to figure this cool. Cause I could just hear people in my spirit like, oh, um, well, how do I know if they're um basically being self-serving? That's what it's called. Self-centered, self-serving. Here's the key. Like if you're talking about you, and then somehow in the relationship question, they talk about, well, it winds up back on them like real quick, like two sentences about you or like, yeah, but anyways, and then this one thing about me, that, and it's not like even a, an example to help you. It's more like, yeah, but this thing happened to me and I just want you to know that I need this from this relationship, not even handling the very first issue you guys were talking about. That is a big indicator that somebody is being self-serving. And Again, I just want to highlight, oh, we probably didn't even say this, but I want to highlight red flags don't mean necessarily mean run. Discernment will tell you what to run, okay? Because everybody makes mistakes. Like, and so that goes back to what me and Tyler always talk about, which is bring everything back to God. You know what I'm saying? Like bring it all back to God, you know, because nobody's perfect. And there could be some red flags about us that our future spouses will see. And they're like, oh, I don't know, show to you. You know what I'm saying? Like she's a little off you know, but on this one thing or two things or whatever, but it, there are things that people need to bring to God and allow God to like filter through. So bring all red flags to God and allow him to tell you no. And then when he says no, don't ask for another sign that hits you over the top of the head, like the Instagram memes, 
just let it rock because you don't want to know what's on the other side of that no and you could find out if you want but at what cost mm. so that was good, that was good. <laughs> what's the next one girl what are we gonna hop into okay. the next one is controlling more than leadership if you this is for the men okay if you are more ladies listen up if you are more if your person that you're trying to see like your, you know, the rib and the rib that you're supposed to be suitable for. If if Adam, we're talking about Adam, if Adam is more controlling than he than he is a leader, that's a problem. That's a huge problem. There is absolutely no there, there, there are two different things. Leaders are knowledgeable about the fact that there's somebody behind them, that they're leading people, and that they're they're creative with the way that they say things. Um, they're caring, they're empathetic. And they also know their position and know that they there's there's gonna come a time when as a leader that you might have to have somebody else lead or fig, like you know see if somebody else has an opinion that would be you know just as good as yours type thing. Controlling is my way or the highway, yeah. my way or the highway. Do this, do it this way. If you don't do it this way, pretty much you're trash, and you know all these different subliminals that come along with not doing things their way. That is so controlling. Um, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. God said he's the head of the house, which means he's a leader. It doesn't mean that he controls. And first of all, God is the only person, there's the only thing that controls everything. Mm-hmm. So that's an control itself is an illusion. And you know what I'm saying? Like we have little to no control over anything that happens. So if somebody's out here trying to be controlling. That is a red flag. You want a leader, sis. You don't want somebody to try to control you. You're not anybody's dog and he's not God. Yeah, yeah. Girl, you know what verse that took me to? You know, I'm always doing this. I'm always <laughs> doing <laughs> It took me to 1 Peter 3, 7. Husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as the weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. My All God. Right. So the thing is, a lot of people will read that and think the weaker partner and they'll think, okay, well, the wife is the, you know, they'll they'll think about it in um, our culture's terms, such as, you know, weaker means maybe I can control her weaker means she's not on my level. No, because what you see right after that is, and as heirs with you, she's an heir with you. She's on the same level as you. So he's not sitting here talking about she's weaker than you in status like she's lower than you in in ranking no he's not saying that at all he's saying she is heirs with you y'all are both getting this gracious gift of life y'all are on the same plane but she's the weaker partner so be considerate like when god made women and men obviously he designed us in two different ways you know as women we we are more feminine we're more delicate you know we need we need more of that consideration, you know, and that kindness. That's why in Ephesians 5, it says, husbands, love your wives, right? Love us. Bestow onto us all that loving because we need that. But at the same time, it's like, you need to understand that this is not a verse condoning control at all. Just like Amber was saying, it's condoning you lead your wife because y'all are on the same, y'all are on the same level, but you need to leave her, right? So that's what I wanted to throw out there. The next one Amber, you want me to go to the next one? Go ahead, girl. (laughs) Okay. We're going to talk about emotional manipulation because this leads right into 
emotional manipulation. If you have someone, and y'all, this one, <laughs> I don't know, this one, you have to be very, very, very careful of as a man or a woman, you have to be very careful of. Um, I mean, we'll be transparent about this stuff one day. We will, you know, be transparent in the clubhouse rooms or in our Zoom meetings or whatever. But with emotional manipulation, I just want to say this. If you are a follower of Christ, he mm. is your example and he has taught you how to love. Okay. He has taught you to forgive without reservations. He has taught you to love all, love everyone. Right. But when you, and I'm, I'm not sure if I've said this before, but this is a big one. When you get into some, something with someone who doesn't know love in that way and doesn't know forgiveness in that way, you can very well be getting into a relationship with someone who could emotionally manipulate you because you're going to be saying, okay, I need to constantly forgive you. Okay. Is this person giving you the same forgiveness back? I need to, you know, I need to keep loving this person and loving this person. Is this person loving you back through all your flaws and through everything? You know what I mean? If someone does not know that love, if someone has not practiced that kind of love, um, then mm -hmm. if, if they haven't asked God for that kind of love, because only this love can come from God because he is love. If they're not receiving this love from God, you know, if they're not pursuing this love from God, I should say, you could very well be getting into a relationship that could be emotionally manipulative. And I just, you have to, Amber, you got to go into this verse, girl, but guard your hearts, right? Guard your hearts. You really do. You really do. Because there's the spiritual sense in, yeah, we have to keep forgiving each other. We have to keep loving each other and everything. But at the same time, the Bible tells us we need to guard our hearts as well. That's Proverbs 4.23. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Okay. In the physical sense as well, we have to protect ourselves. We have to yeah. understand that we can't just let anybody in. We cannot just let anybody in because what you let into your heart is going to flow from you. If you let someone into your heart that is um, not, you know, not practicing forgiveness, if they're practicing um, self satisfaction, like if they're doing all these things to fulfill their own self, their own selfish desires then that ultimately is going to flow from you as well. I hope that made sense. <laughs> no, that makes so much sense. Emotional, I'll tell you another thing about emotional manipulation, right? I was just at, um, shout out to God of Blessed Life. They had their one year anniversary. Um, it was absolutely amazing. Yeah, Period. it was absolutely amazing. And they had a service, Tyler, and the guy was talking about deliverance and demonic forces and stuff like that I heard and that was good you heard it on the gram right yeah. girl this when he brought up emotional manipulation <laughs> I was sitting there like whoa like that is not of God God is not out here trying to manipulate your your emotions at all and so this is a major they're all major red flags but this is a major red flag if you have somebody because women we do this like we will use our emotions like, oh, I'm so sad. So I'm like, you know, so somebody can do something. That's emotional manipulation. That is emotional manipulation. And that 
that is a, a flag that you should pay close attention to and that you should, again, like we said, all things in discernment, but bring to the altar. Bring it to the owner, okay? Bring it to the owner and um, allow God, listen to him when he speaks to you because these things will persist if you allow it to persist. Um, yeah, these things will persist if you allow it to persist. So I thought that was, when he said that, I was like, oh, shoot. Or even men, like you, that goes back to that controlling thing a little bit, but um, if you're like, oh, if some, if you result in anger after you don't get your way, so that the other person you know that your spouse is maybe not as, you know, or you're, the person you're dating is not as amped to like, you know, say, hey, what you do? Like, calm down. Like, what you talking about? Let's have a normal. You know what I'm saying? Then you're being emotionally manipulative because you're using your anger, knowingly or unknowingly, as a sword to get what you want. That is not love. That is a red flag. Have you ever had a conversation with someone where <laughs> y'all are just going back and forth and you're saying, no, I did this because you said that. Well, no, I did this because you said that. No, no, no. And y'all are going back and forth and blaming each other for your own actions because of what they did. <laughs> like if you've ever been in that kind of situation, you both are trying to let the other person know why you reacted in a certain way because of their own actions. That as well, one thing we need to do, I do that. I'll tell you right now, is that a red flag or is it me? I can tell you right now, it's me. Like, I do that. We need to understand that we come into this world as sinners, like straight up, we are sinners. We want, our, we want to take care of ourselves. At the end of the day, we want to protect ourselves. We want to take care of ourselves. But when we come into a relationship like that, it's very dangerous. We can't do that, especially in these kingdom relationships. It don't work like that. So when you're in an argument with someone or when you are in an, a disagreement with someone and you are trying to tell them why you are acting out because of what they're doing, that in and of itself as well can be emotional manipulation. We need to take accountability for our own actions. We need to say, hey, I'm sorry, I cussed you out because that came from me. You know what I mean? Hopefully we're not cussing each other out, but I'm just saying, like, we need to say, it's not me saying, oh, Amber, no, you looked at me a certain way. So then I had to act out in this way. No, it's not that at all. You need to take ownership of what you're doing. And in the same way, if that person is doing that as well, then you both can come together and say, you know what? I'm sorry, forgive me. You know what I mean? It's not, mm -hmm. well, if you can, if you can apologize first, then I can apologize. What if the two of you want to apologize first together? Oh my goodness. What, what, what does that even look like? What is that even girl? I don't know. I mean, hopefully one day, but imagine, imagine what that were to look like. If the both of you were to come back and say, you know what? Holy spirit convicted me and told me I was wrong in this situation. And the both of you were doing that together. Like we said, at the end, everyone's needs are getting met. Everybody, everybody. Mm, Tyler. That is so, 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 so good. <laughs> and that goes into the next thing, y'all. Lack of stewardship. Wow. And that's why we work on stewardship so much in this, in Singles Unlocked, because it's so, so, so important. Like all these things, these red flags are occurring because the person didn't steward over their single season in this area well enough. And so it's going to affect you or you're going to affect 
infect them. And that's exactly what we do not want. And so that's why we're preparing y'all. We preparing. We are going to be eligible bachelors and bachelorettes out here so that we could be choosy. And then we lean more towards the suitability aspect rather than compatibility aspect. So lack of stewardship. This falls under every category. Okay. Stewardship is very, very broad. And so I'm just going to say a couple of terms, like a couple of stewardship, a lack of stewardship could really affect like a dating slash courting thing going into marriage. Lack of stewardship and finances. It's a dub. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like one person, either you both have to be willing to want to learn to do better. Hallelujah, Jesus, my God. Or one person has to be really good at it. Probably if you both can, if you both can learn something in this single season before y'all get together, why not? Why not? I don't see the the downside in learning that before you get with somebody. Like, why not? Um, so that's one. And if a person <laughs> There's this verse, I don't know where it is, Tyler, but um, it talks, people usually use it when we're talking about tithing and offering and stuff like that. But where you put your, um, where your treasure is, your heart will be also. So the things that the person spends their money on can kind of show you um, what they really steward over, right? So that's another key. Whatever, so for example, if a person spends a lot of money on detailing their car, that is Matthew, my bad, thank you, Tyler, Matthew 6 and 21, literally, if a person spends a lot of money on detailing their car, you know that person cares about their car. So you know you ain't going to step in there with no dirty shoes. You're going to kick your feet outside. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, when you have stewardship, mm, wow, God, when you have stewardship, it creates a boundary automatically for people who really, who really love and respect you. Because if you love and respect somebody, you respect their boundaries. And so, for example, if I'm hanging out with Tyler and I know she gets her car detailed every week, I'm going to kick off my shoes before I get into her car. Mm. That's love. That's servitude right there. Wow. That's servitude right there. Yeah. And so the lack of stewardship, it shows a lack of, of maturity in, in those areas. So that's a lack of financial stewardship. And then lack of relational stewardship. You already know how that goes. Like all these, all these red flags are lacks of, yeah, are lacks of, you know, stewardship and relationships because they're mm-hmm. going to affect the healthiness of what's going on here. You could have bad, you could have a relationship and it'd be in bad health. Why the heck would you want that? What was the point mm-hmm. at that point? So stewardship is so you want somebody, hallelujah, to steward over you. I'm thinking about that right now. Imagine a guy stewarding over you, Tyler. Yeah. Taking care of you, like with pride and joy. Like this is mine. I'm going to take care of her. This is God's gift that he gave me. I'm going to take care of it. Men, imagine a woman feeling like she has to steward over what you and her have. Oh, I got to help him. I got to make sure he's okay. Um, I'm going to take care of this person. Like imagine two people doing that simultaneously. That's majestic. That's God. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Whatever a man loves, he protects, you know, whatever a man loves, he protects. Um, and someone cannot protect you or s- steward over you if they haven't done so for themselves yet. Right. You can't do that. And one thing when you were talking, it also brought up our past as well. And um, it just brought up like, what are you bringing into this relationship with this next person? What demons are you asking them to fight for you? You need to understand that there are things that you've dealt with in the past. There may be soul ties. I mean, we can get into that a whole nother time because Jesus breaks all that. You know what I mean? We, we are not tied 
like he can break all that. But I'm saying there are there are situations that we've gotten ourselves into that we need healing from. And if we haven't, if we haven't taken care of those areas in our lives during our single seasons, if we haven't taken care of our past, um, then what are we bringing into that relationship with the next person? You know, are we bringing in insecurity? Let's say someone cheated on you. Okay. And you haven't, you really haven't dealt with that. And then you meet an amazing person, you get into the relationship with them. And now they are fighting this, this spirit of insecurity within you just so that you, they can know how much, you know, they love you. And you're like, you're fighting and you're like, no, you don't love me. Da, da, da. That just, that's a whole, that's a whole mess and a half. So yeah, your past as well. That's a big thing, y'all. That is a big one as well. That's a red flag. I, we didn't even have that one written down. Look at Holy Spirit moving. That's a red flag. That's a flag. These are all things, again, guys, take it to God. Like these are all things that you need to take to God and listen and glean and apply. It's a big mm-hmm. word, apply what God says after that because she's Louise, like, yeah. Tyler, say that again, that last part again. <laughs> Pretty much if we are not taking care of you know, our past. And if we're not taking care, if we're not healing from the things that hurt us, oh, if we don't heal from the things that hurt us, we're going to bleed over those who didn't cut us. If we did, if we do not heal from the things that hurt us, we will bleed on those who did not cut us. Hmm. Mm, 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 I meet a good man and I was hurt and I was cut deeply broken from my past relationship I can go into this thing with a, with a good man and bleed all over him because I have not, you know, allowed God to patch me back up again. And it takes time. It takes time. It takes healing. Okay. It's not going to happen overnight. It is not mm-hmm. going to happen overnight. And you have, if you care about that person, just like Amber was saying about the car scenario, if you care about that person's heart, then you're going to want to protect them. And you're going to want to protect them from you. If you have been hurt in that way. You're going to want to protect them from you if you are not ready for to get into something. Okay. Oh but God. if you don't want to protect them from you, it, it, I don't know. It's because I'll tell you right now, coming out of a relationship that I had for a couple of years, I didn't care about nobody. I will tell you right now, Amber, I didn't care about nobody's feelings, but my own. I said, I'm hurt. My heart's broken. Let me go do what I can to mend this up. Okay. That's a dangerous place to be in. That is a dangerous place to be in. So heal from what hurts you. You really, you really mm, heal from what hurts you. You deserve that. You really, like you really do deserve the the, every time, the, the amount of time that God wants to put into you, you really do deserve that. Please trust that. Please trust that. A lot of, a lot of people like, I need to heal fast and get over this. No, I've done it. I've been there with, I've been there with Tyler. I used to be like, yeah, my feelings are hurt. Anyways, on to the next thing. And it's like, no, God, God is not going to do that. Like he wants to, okay, daughter, you did something out of my will. I want to help you help you so I can help you get to be the helper for this amazing person that I have for you. So wait a minute, slow it down. That's grace. God is a God of grace. And so every piece of time that he puts into you every day, really, all I keep thinking of, there's a verse in Proverbs that talks about diligent hands. Mm. All I keep thinking about is be diligent in this healing season. Mm -hmm. If you've been cut, 
allow yourself to heal. Like Tyler just said, like, oh my God, you deserve it. You deserve every bit of time you're putting into yourself right now. Mm-hmm. And so does that person that you're praying for. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Monday Night Night, Monday Night Live Prayer. That junk was lit. Oh, Yesterday, was- oh, we all just went in there. We prayed for our spouses. Like we, that's an investment. We were investing in the people that we love and God, we felt the Holy Spirit up in there. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, back to what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, <laughs> go ahead, girl. I was even going to say um, something that God had told me a couple months ago. There was mm-hmm. a time in my life where I couldn't be alone. I, I could not be alone at all. I always needed somebody around. And God, I, I felt the Lord tell me, you know, if I'm going to set you up with my best, if I'm going to set you up with my son, like, I don't want him getting into a relationship where you can't be alone, you know, where he has to stress about because the man, like, if a man loves you, he's going to want to take care of you. Like he's going to want to be there for you and all this other stuff. But if you can't be alone, but because right now, y'all, this whole episode is about us exploring our own red flags, as well as recognizing the red flags that we may have, you know, that others have in relationships. Right. But you have to be able to recognize your own red flags as well. If you cannot be alone, that is not healthy. That's not going to produce a good, healthy relationship. You need to be able to be alone. So in stewarding over this season of singleness, allow God to help you love being alone. Allow God, and even Aaron, Aaron in our, um, in, in the singles ministry, he asked a great question in the group chat. He had said, what's something that you can do um, with your love language that you could do for yourself. And my number one love language is quality time. So yesterday during the Monday prayer, I went to the beach by myself and sat there in prayer and sat there throwing rocks, listening, you know, spending time in community with my, with my fellow singles and not singles. Y'all know who you are. Um, but it was just so beautiful. Cause I was like, God, you have given me the ability to be alone you know what I mean? But I'm not alone. I'm never alone. And so when you get to that place of seeing your own red flags kind of dissipate and kind of, you know, fizzle away, I think you're just getting closer to what God has for you. I'm just going to say that, Ron. I'm sorry. I'm going off on this one, but... (laughs) Go off, yeah. I, guys. I love when Tyler goes off because she, the Holy Spirit moves to her so sweetly. And then there's there's every bit there's every now and again Tyler be coming in hot. I'm like, ooh, but it's <laughs> tight, but it is right. Like you know they be saying that the old the old churches it's tight, but it is right. And they be waving their little handkerchiefs around. Where did you even? Where did these old people even get those from? Like you wore a dress here. Where did you get that handkerchief from? <laughs> <laughs> or tissue whatever it is the little hanky hanky. (laughs) oh my god put them hankies away no i'm kidding lord jesus we love traditional old christians listen i learn and glean from y'all like we uh i love y'all i do love y'all y'all built the foundation for us millennials anyways so we love y'all, but yes, we're coming to the close of this episode. But the last one, we just want to give you guys this. Who the heck said opposites attract? That Who? is bull crap. Who? Opposites attract? No, they don't. No, I'm just kidding. Opposites, like the Bible tells us that we're supposed to be equally yoked. 
Yeah. That's that's the point. The Bible tells us that we're supposed to be equally yoked and that he'll make a partner suitable. Um, so this we're definitely going to explore what it looks like to have compatibility yeah. or suitability. Preview. God says that he made a mate suitable, fashion, fit, and form just for you. That's true. He didn't say I made somebody compatible. That's too broad. Yeah. That's way too broad. This opposites attract thing because of the whole suitability piece, if y'all could see my hands, I'm kind of putting them together. It, it makes it seem like um, it's supposed to, you know, you know, it, it has like, Satan has really taken this and twisted it and confused a lot of the people in the kingdom. And we're about to stomp on the serpent's head our next episode. But this is indeed a red flag. If you are too opposite from one another, you are not equally yoked. Mm. Just wanted to say that. You know, and what you I- may not even be compatible at that point. <laughs> That is so true. I love how you mentioned that. Um, just real, real, real fast. It's funny because I was just having a conversation with my dad the other day. I was like, isn't it interesting how Satan takes everything that's godly and just knows how to just twist it just a little bit, just, just a little bit. You know what I mean? He knows how to take suitability and just twist it and make compatibility. You know, he knows how to take, um, healthy sexual desire and twist it to lust. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's just the Satan just be coming in and ooh, just tweaking a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we're going to stomp on that serpent's head. Anyways, y'all, this was such a great episode. This was such a great episode. We just want to thank y'all for continuing to tune in every single week. We love y'all so, 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 so much. We mm. can, we, we're here to serve you. At the end of the day, we're here to serve you. We want you to learn from this. We want you to, like Alexia is always saying, take out your notepads and take some notes. Take some notes throughout this whole thing, y'all. But yeah, that's that's pretty much all we got for you today. And let me just go ahead and say, some of y'all didn't listen to this all the way through. So go back and rewind. That's the Holy Spirit right there. That's the sweet Holy Spirit. Go back and rewind and listen to this thoroughly with your friends at the beach, at the park, at the whatever. Go back and listen to it because Holy Spirit just wanted me to say that because some of y'all just did what I used to do sometimes. Shout out to Godly Dating. I love that podcast. Um, and sometimes the flesh be working and I'd be like, wow, that's interesting. Skip like 15 more seconds past what actually I need to hear. Mm-hmm. So go back. Don't even try to play yourself. Go back. <laughs> go back and um listen and if you did listen fully listen again if you feel like you need to um watch and pray y'all this season is so important you are so worth it and tyler tyler's amazing so go back and listen to it amber's amazing (laughs) we love y'all we love you so much we hope that y'all have a great rest of your week and we hope to see you at our prayer services, at our services, at our prayer sessions, our single sessions and on Clubhouse. All right, y'all. Oh, 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 quick update. Hmm. Single sessions are, when are single sessions? Oh, that's a really, we changed a lot of stuff, y'all. We did. Single sessions are Saturday okay. at just check the IG at singles <laughs> underscore unlocked. Um, but they're on Saturdays. And this upcoming um, one is going to be about intentional friendship and what that looks like. And if you come to the sessions, you will get a PowerPoint and a worksheet. So come and enjoy 
you'll sell. You yeah. get some of this, get, get this knowledge. It's needed, it's needed, it's needed. Yeah. And apply it. So we're trying to help you guys out here. We're trying to help ourselves out here. Because we single too. So. And get this community. Get this community. Because what God is really trying to give you right now in your season of singleness, you're not single. You're not alone. He's giving you community. So get this community. It may be hard being single, but I promise you, if you just tap into your community, it's the best thing. It is the best thing that God has given me as I've been single. 100%. Friends, family. Yeah, it's just... Ah, love it so much. I love my girl, Amber. I love all my girls in, in the ministry. I love my bros, everyone. I've just been surrounded by love and light. I just love it so much. So get your community, y'all. It's a place where you can come and talk about anything that you want. And we will love on you. We will love the heck out of you. So, yeah. We literally mean come as you are. You don't got to fix nothing. Literally just show up. Just show, show up. up. Come to a couple sessions. You don't have to be OD committed like some of us are. You know what I'm saying? We're just trying to really work on this thing. But, you know, come test it out. See if you like it and get fed. If you don't like it, it's okay. Stick to the podcast. But definitely come through and catch this conviction fade. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, no, it really is all love. No, seriously, it really is. So we hope to see you guys. And we love y'all. We love you. Bye.